Welcome to the Do It Scared podcast, Quick Win. Our goal is to create actionable solutions to real life problems that you can apply to your own life right away. This Quick Win episode is brought to you by the Doing It Scared coaching program. And if you've ever felt overwhelmed or like you're all alone when it comes to achieving big things in your life, then Doing It Scared is the perfect place to find the support, motivation, and accountability you've been craving. You can find out more about what's included and join our waiting list at doitscared.com slash coaching. That's doitscared.com slash coaching. Today's big question comes from listener Crystal W, who asked, you talk a lot about setting big goals that scare you and always say how important it is to think big, but I honestly don't feel like I have any big goals. It's like I'm just going through the motions and just trying to make it through the day. I'd like to have big goals, but I have no idea what they should be. So what do you do if you don't have any? Crystal, the first thing I want to say is that you are not alone in feeling this way because this is a question that I actually get asked a lot. What do you do if you don't have any goals? And so let me back up for a second because I do believe that big goals are super important in our life just because they provide a sense of meaning and purpose. They're what, they're what give us our direction. They become our compass. They tell us what way to go. And they also let us know whether we've made progress or not. There's actually a lot of studies that have shown that human beings are happiest when we are striving for something, when we're working towards a goal, pushing past our normal limits and pushing past our comfort zone, or when we're trying to accomplish something big or important in our lives. And it's really important to know from that, that it's not the act of actually achieving those goals that makes us the happiest. It's the act of striving for something that is bigger than ourselves that brings meaning and fulfillment to our lives. So big goals are really, really important. But it's interesting because what I've noticed, and I think that this happens a lot more for women than for men, is that When we don't have a good handle on our home, things like taking care of our kids and keeping the house clean and getting dinner on the table, when we're struggling just to make it through the day with our sanity intact, we actually lose our ability to strive for something more, something beyond just those basic needs. And bear with me for a second because that might sound a little weird to be talking about that and saying, well, the reason that you can't set big goals is because maybe you don't have a good handle on what's going on at home. But it's actually true. More often than not, though, that is that is a true situation because those basic needs of food and shelter and safety, those are at the base of our hierarchy of needs. If you've heard of that before, it's called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. A lot of people have heard of it. It's very famous. You can Google it. But the base of that pyramid, that base of that hierarchy is food, shelter, safety. Those are the foundation of everything else that we do. And so without those basic needs taken care of, we automatically lose sight of all of those other big goals that give us purpose and meaning and joy. We can't look at those things. We can't focus on those things because we don't have the foundation taken care of. So that's the only thing that we can that we can focus on. So we stop striving and we focus on just surviving, just trying to make it through the day. 
And that's when you feel like you're just going through the motions. You're just trying to make it through the day. You might feel like something's missing and yet it's all you can do just to keep up with your day-to-day stuff. Okay, so now with that said, what do you do about it? What are the first steps to getting out of survival mode and into a place where you can actually start thinking bigger about your life and about your goals? Well, the first, and I think this is really important. You've probably heard me talk about it before if you've listened to this podcast before, but the first thing is to develop a daily rhythm. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to fix everything in your life right now, but do try to get yourself into a good rhythm, especially right now during this COVID crisis that's still going on. We as humans are creatures of habit. We need a regular routine to keep us on track. And when we get out of that routine, it's really easy to get distracted and overwhelmed and unmotivated and feel like everything is chaos. But studies show that maintaining a regular daily routine helps to lower your stress, and it's also proven to help you sleep better. It's also proven to help your immune system, which is definitely something that's important right now. And most of the time when things are normal, there's a natural rhythm to our lives that is determined by a lot of external factors, your work schedule or your spouse's work schedule, school schedules, events, and so on. And whether we realize it or not, that rhythm is what keeps us on track and often sets the tone for our days. It's what gets us up in the morning. It's what gets us to bed on time. It's what keeps us going and keeps us motivated. But sometimes, especially when your schedule is not being dictated by outside forces, that rhythm can get out of whack or it can even fall apart completely. And again, it becomes very difficult to start thinking bigger because you're just feeling like you're just surviving. And so if you're not super intentional about establishing a regular rhythm or a routine for your day, it's going to be easy to feel like you're floundering. You need that routine in your life, whether you know it or not. Everyone in your family needs that routine. It's truly the secret to maintaining your sanity, and it's the secret to covering that first base of the pyramid. So what should this daily routine include? Well, at the bare minimum, I would recommend the following. First, make sure that you are waking up and going to bed at the same time every day. It stabilizes your internal clock. That gives you more energy during the day. It's going to help you sleep better at night. Super important. Second thing, get dressed. Don't stay in yoga pants. Don't stay in your pajamas all day. Get dressed in real clothes and take the time to do your hair, maybe put on some makeup, even if you're just staying at home, because that's telling your brain it's time to be awake. It's time to be productive right now. And you just feel better when you know you look your best. So that's really important too. And then the third thing I would focus on as you're trying to get into a better daily rhythm is to establish a morning routine. And this does not have to be some big, complicated, scary thing, although we do have a great podcast episode with Hal Elrod about um, doing the Miracle Morning. I forget what episode number it is, but it's a, it's a good one. You can search for it on the, on the website at doitscared.com. And, but just a few things. Make your day count by just doing a few simple things. Maybe it's having a cup of coffee while you make a to-do list. Maybe it's just spending some time, some quiet time meditating or five minutes of yoga or stretching or at the very least, go for a walk around the block and maybe listen to a podcast or an audio book. Do something nice for yourself and do it consistently, but make sure that it's something that you actually enjoy so that you will continue to do it. If you hate it, don't make yourself do it. Do something that you really enjoy so that you 
continue to do it and you can start creating that rhythm for yourself. And I know it seems almost too simple to make a difference, but I promise that the sooner you can start establishing that regular rhythm into your day, the happier, calmer, and more productive you're going to feel. And it's it literally is life-changing. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. So that's step number one is to develop some sort of daily rhythm or work on developing this daily rhythm that's going to help you get into a mode where you can actually start thinking bigger. The second thing that I would love to see you do is to master a tiny habit. And here's why. Because believe it or not, the most important and profound changes in our life will come as a result of making tiny adjustments. And I think that sometimes we think that our ability to accomplish things and make necessary changes in our life is totally dependent on our ability to summon all of our willpower and all of our discipline and make these huge sweeping changes. And so right now you're probably having trouble thinking big because that just feels overwhelming that you have to suddenly make this big change when it's all that you can do to keep up. But when you when you do that, you're actually setting yourself up to crash and burn because big changes, even big goals, they never happen all at once. They never happen in one fell swoop. And so when it comes to making changes in your life and and doing bigger things, you don't actually need more discipline. What you need is better habits because the habits use a different part of our brain than discipline does. And so you don't have to think about habits once you've established them. You just do them and they don't drain your mental energy. They don't feel hard. And thus, the more good habits you can start to establish, the more you can practice setting good habits for yourself, the more potential you are creating for yourself. And what you're also proving to yourself is that big changes can happen through tiny actions. And so I want you to just implement one tiny thing in your in your life. And it, I don't know what it has to be, but I'm going to give you an example of, of a tiny habit that I've established in my life this year. And it's by doing something that's called habit stacking. Maybe you've heard this, heard of this before. Maybe you've heard me talk about it before, but habit stacking, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. But the way it works is that when you want to create a new habit in your life, you find a way to attach that habit or stack it to a habit that you already have, something you already do automatically every single day. And what happens then is that the existing habit becomes the prompt to remind you to do this habit, to do the new habit. And it really works even better when the existing habit is something that you really like to do because then the habit becomes the reward for doing that behavior that you're trying to implement. So the way that I've implemented this in my own life recently is to establish a new habit of tidying some area of my house for five minutes every day after I'm done with my work day. So sometimes it's my closet, sometimes it's the bathroom, sometimes it's the living room. I just set the timer and I have to, for the entire five minutes, I have to tidy. And the reason for this is because I like to have a tidy house. Most people I think like to have a tidy house, but keeping things tidy does not come naturally to me. And so, you know, there's little messes that crop out and crop up all day long for me, for my kids. There's things just start to get messy and it's not a big deal after one day. It's usually just a few little things, but if you're not tidying every single day, it adds up and it adds up and it adds up to a big mess. So I knew that in order to keep my house tidy, if I could just spend five minutes tidying every evening right after work, then our house would probably stay relatively tidy all the time. 
And so what happens normally when I'm done working at five o'clock is that all I want to do is be done working. I want to pour myself a glass of wine and sit and relax and just enjoy the fact that I'm done. And so the way I started stacking the habit is that now when I get done with work and I head into the kitchen to pour my glass of wine, the habit that I've already established, I pour it. But then before I can have my first sip of wine, I have to spend five minutes tidying my messes. I go around tidying messes. And oh my gosh, can I just tell you, it is such a small thing, but it has been completely transformative to the point where even my husband finally was like, our house stays a lot cleaner than it used to. Did you notice that? And it's amazing. I can relax in the evening without feeling guilty. It's The t- house stays tidy all the time. My husband is so, so much happier and, and less irritated by the fact that I'm making messes everywhere I go. It's been a win, 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 win all the way around. And it has been basically painless. And so that's the power of habit stacking. That's the power of creating these tiny habits that can be very transformative in your life. And when you do things like that, it can also help to free you up because it gives you the confidence, it gives you the ability, and it gives you the bandwidth to start thinking bigger about your life. So instead of trying to think about all the big things that you have to do, I want you to go really micro, really small, and think about what things that you already do automatically every day, and then think about what is the new habit that you would like to create? How can you stack that together and make it part of your new routine? So that's that's step number two. Now, step number three is to get help. Because <laughs> here's the deal. Change is always easier when you have a little bit of support and guidance along the way. So if you're really struggling with your home systems, if that's been an issue for you and that's what's feeling, making things feel like you don't have a good handle on life and you're going through the motions and so you can't think bigger about your life, then you got to get some help in getting out of survival mode and into having more control of your day-to-day existence. So the resource that I would probably recommend most for you right now is definitely my Living Well Academy course, which is totally designed to do exactly what we're talking about. It's designed to help you create better home systems in just four weeks. And literally, we, we first opened the doors to this in March. And it was the course I was not planning on launching until the fall. And then with all the COVID craziness, we decided that this was something people needed right now. And oh my gosh, the results that we have seen have been phenomenal. It has literally changed people's lives because for the first time, they feel like they have a handle on just doing those those basic day-to-day things. So this might be a really good place for you to start as well, to start building your confidence because success always begets success and it always helps to spur new ideas. And I think having some concrete wins at home will empower you to start thinking bigger about your life. So that's it. That's your quick win for today. 